Welcome back to Knocked Up, the podcast with Dr. Rayleigh Alou from Women's Health Melbourne. Hi, Rayleigh. Hi. We've talked about endometriosis. We have a whole episode on it. But this episode isn't what is it. This episode is I have it. What do I do? I'm trying to have a baby. Yeah. So should I be trying naturally? Yeah, look, I guess with endometriosis... The first thing to say is it's a really cryptic condition and lots of people have endometriosis, but it's a huge spectrum of how that affects them. So in terms of endometriosis, often what happens is that patients are diagnosed when they're not trying to get pregnant Mm -hmm. because um, they present with pain. Now, not everybody does present with pain and get diagnosed. So some people find out they have endometriosis when they're trying to get pregnant and having trouble with fertility is the first sign. But women who have pain with periods and and get diagnosed with endometriosis when they're not yet trying often have management in either one or two or often a combination of ways. Mm -hmm. So you might have a surgery, which is generally a keyhole surgery to remove the endometriosis that's active. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you might use medications and generally hormonal medications. An example is the pill. Yes. To turn off the menstrual cycle and to keep the endometriosis kind of happy, to keep it quiet. Um, and I guess the extent and degree of treatment and history after the initial treatment from your endometriosis um, would really kind of colour the advice that I would give an individual patient. So... I guess the first take-home message is it's not a one-size-fits-all situation. And um, what I would do is if a patient came to me for fertility advice, and this is quite common actually, I see this kind of patient all the time, who has had endometriosis, she knows she has endometriosis, it's been treated, it's been controlled often with something that's contraceptive and now she's decided she wants to have a baby and wants to know what to do. So the first thing I'd do is I'd have a look at the previous surgical notes mm-hmm. and pictures and answer a couple of questions. So the first question is, how extensive was it? Where was this endometriosis found? Was it kind of very localised yep. stage one, stage two disease, which means it affects... A so co- there are four stages of endometriosis. There are four stages. Um, and basically stage three and stage four is the kind you can see on ultrasound and it's really endometriosis that distorts the anatomy of the pelvis. Yeah, and one and two, you've got to go in there, so yeah. Yeah. So even women with stage three and stage four endometriosis can sometimes get pregnant naturally if the endometriosis is really well treated surgically and then it doesn't come back because the cycles have been turned off since the surgery. Right. So it, it doesn't really matter the stage per se, but how it affected a woman's anatomy is really what I'm interested in with the surgery mm-hmm. and how she's been managed afterwards. Okay. Um, so at the time of her laparoscopy, were her fallopian tubes normal? Yeah. Did it look like she could get pregnant theoretically yeah. kind of thing? Um, and were her ovaries normal? Was, was the rest of her anatomy okay? Yeah. Was the endometriosis fully excised? Endometriosis, it's often, I use the analogy of the tip of the iceberg is what you see surgically because no matter what you remove surgically, what we can see with a surgeon's eye, 
there's going to be microscopic deposits of endometriosis in other places that you can't see surgically. So this is like with bacteria, all the ads on TV say for Dettol gets rid of 99.9%, but you only need point, that 0.1% to keep reproducing and it comes back. Yeah, so if you've got other little spots of endometriosis that at the time of your surgery are not yet big enough to be seen or surgically excised or might have been deep to the surface, mm-hmm. um, they can still wake up and, and that's how endometriosis comes back. Okay. Um, in women who have recurrent issues yeah so basically we need to know kind of what the situation was and then I also think that women who have endometriosis have got one one fact stacked against them in terms of suffering infertility so when we do invite a woman to try naturally who has endometriosis we know I know as a doctor that those ovulatory cycles are going to stir up her endometriosis most likely. Yes. So I want to know that she has a really good chance of getting pregnant naturally, at least a normal chance, yeah. before I put her through that. So basically what I'll do is I'll do a standard fertility workup for both the woman and her partner from the beginning before advising her. So I want to know, you know, is the sperm okay? I want to know, are the fallopian tubes okay? So I'll probably send her for a really high-quality ultrasound and fallopian tube test. Um, as a minimum and also just making sure everything else is okay so making sure that just all the routine stuff as well you know antenatal screening stuff but also just making sure that her thyroid's okay that there's nothing out of left field that's going to reduce her chance of of getting pregnant so in terms of um, you know before sending a couple off to try naturally for six months which is you know what we would say normally to most people I think it is important to have a a, a, a bit of a workup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in terms of um, having another laparoscopy, that's another question. So sometimes patients say, well, should I have a laparoscopy before I start trying? Look, I think that's pretty personal and, and I think it depends on what was found at the previous surgery and what's been happened, what's happened since, what, what the management strategy was. If you've had a laparoscopy and then you've been on the pill... With theory, it won't have in theory, it shouldn't have come back. Yeah. So I wouldn't necessarily say to that person you should have a laparoscopy because now. laparoscopy does mean going under general anesthesia. Yeah, it's and very it is, invasive. And it is a surgery. Yeah. You don't want to do it. Look, laparoscopy is very safe. Yes. It's a keyhole surgery. Yeah. The risk of complications are low. But at the same time, you don't want to do any operation if it's not necessary because even if risks are rare, they still happen to some people sometimes, even in the best hands. Yeah. So... In my mind, surgeries are important if they're necessary, Mm -hmm. but they shouldn't be undertaken unless they're necessary. So, and sometimes, you know, even if you're suspicious that endometriosis might be coming back and you know a patient has had a surgery before, there might be reasons that they prefer not to have a laparoscopy. They might have found the recovery difficult. Um, Different people have different opinions about IVF and IVF is a very effective way of treating low-grade endometriosis. Most patients with low-grade endometriosis, if that's the main concern, will get pregnant through IVF Mm -hmm. Um, because what we do with IVF is we take the eggs out of that toxic environment into the sterile environment of the lab and put the sperm together there, grow the embryos and then kind of do, if you like, an endometriosis bypass because endometriosis affects the pelvic kind of cavity but the endometrial cavity, which is the inside of the uterus, is often fine. So, because you're going straight to the... Yeah, just putting the embryo straight yeah. back. You're kind of bypassing the inflammation a little bit. Yeah. So um, in terms of um, 
using IVF, it may be that that's a better option for some patients. There might be advantages to using IVF. So, for example, a woman might be a little bit older starting her family and she might find it advantageous to have some embryos in the freezer for a future baby. So there might be that advantage of IVF. Um, there may be a sperm problem found as well as the endometriosis. So there might be another reason to seek intervention. And in that woman, it may not be, in fact, necessary to do another laparoscopy. Um, for some women with endometriosis who are very likely to need IVF because their anatomy is really distorted and it's unlikely they're going to conceive naturally and things are flaring up, sometimes a surgery before IVF is a right thing to do because sometimes the ovaries may not be safely accessed for IVF unless you do a surgery to correct the anatomy. So, look, it's really not a one-size-fits-all piece of advice. So my advice to women, if, if you have had endometriosis in the past and you're thinking about having a baby, it's a good idea to seek the advice of a fertility specialist and have a workup before you start trying. And it doesn't mean that you'd necessarily be pigeonholed into a particular line of treatment or intervention, but it's just good to kind of like... Know that it could be a yeah, Know the lie of the land. Yeah. And, and just to make a plan that's that's right for you yeah. because what's right for one woman may be wrong for another and um, and um, treating things, you know, the right way from the beginning is the best way to ensure that you're successful. It's unnecessary pain, yeah. both physical and, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Knocked Up, the podcast about getting pregnant. For more information about Raylia, Women's Health Melbourne and how to get pregnant, please visit womenshealthmelbourne.com.au or find us on the socials under Women's Health Melbourne or you can send an email with any future episode requests to podcasts at womenshealthmelbourne.com.au. See you next week.